Welcome to A to Z Sports. I am Zach Bingham. He is our Titans reporter, Sam Phelan, and we are A to Z Sports live in the morning on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. There you go. Now officially a part of the official open of the show, and we are powered by BetMGM. We love BetMGM. They're our title sponsor of this morning show. Download the BetMGM app. Sam, I'm streaking, baby. I'm streaking hot. Keeping it going. I I got some good picks. My... My parlay did not hit there at the end because of Virginia Tech, but we will talk about winners, winners, winners. It's conference championship weekend, so lots to get to. Download the BetMGM app today. And we also have to thank our presenting sponsors, including Wilson County Hyundai and WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Make sure that you go there for your perfect make and model. FBHP.com, which is Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. If you live in Tennessee, make sure you check out their health plans at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z and the Bone and Joint Institute, state-of-the-art facility down there in Franklin. If you've got something going on, you've turned your ankle, you got a bad hip, got a hurt shoulder, an elbow, wrist, it doesn't matter. They've got specialists that can help you and fix your needs and your injuries right there at the Bone and Joint Institute. All right, Sam, off the jump, let's talk about this Derrick Henry conflicting report because Two days ago when I was on the show, we mentioned about Derrick Henry being shopped, shopping around right there. Tennessee Titans running back Derrick Henry, Los Angeles Rams cornerback Jalen Ramsey, Arizona Cardinals receiver DeAndre Hopkins are among the players who have been quote-unquote shopped in recent days. But Sam, then on the other side of that, what happened? Because there's some conflicting reports, maybe to the contrary of that. Well, it's important. It's an important distinction between this and what we're about to get to, Zach, because I told you, I pointed out on the show Tuesday that I was leaning towards concern that the Titans might actually make this happen, that this trade was coming because the adjective, the word shopped, or I guess the verb, shopped is a verb. Yeah, that was... Tough call on my part, but the verb shopped implies they are the aggressor in these trade talks that they are actively looking for a trade partner. So that was from Bally Sports, what you just read right here. This is the morning after from CBS Sports that says, I know that there are talks the Titans are shopping running back Derrick Henry, but my sources tell me they are not. This is Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports. Uh, says Rand Carthon would be methodical in his approach to free agency and changes to the team. And then at the end, this very last sentence, the Titans can very much contend in the AFC South and they'll have to do that with Henry. So a completely different feel from the report that we originally got from Bally Sports that was actively shopped versus no, he's not shopping him. And in fact, Derrick Henry is going to be the reason that they can stay competitive in the AFC South next year, really getting a feeling of like, look, he's going to be back. So two things, two reputable reporters and completely opposite sides of the, of the spectrum in terms of what Rand Carthon and the Titans are doing behind the scenes right now. Well, and look at this comment because, you know, Robert brings up sounds like damage control. Could this be damage control after Rand Carthon had a conversation maybe with whoever he did and that first report got out. And then it's kind of like the, you know, a, a, 
a teacher or a coach coming in there and just shaking things up right off the bat. Brand new teacher coming in there and it's like, whoa, this is not how we've, this is not how our class works, right? And then all of a sudden, well, this is the new way that we're going to approach things. Rank Carthon coming in there, if this is in fact true, is this damage control? Because I think Robert brings up a point where maybe, you know, Derrick Henry is the face of the franchise. We have never argued that. That is cold, hard facts. If you are, know the Titans or around the Titans or a fan of the Titans, you know that 22 stirs the drink. And, you know, something's being stirred up. If you're sitting there saying we're shopping the best player on the football team at the Combine, I mean, this is just a month after Rand Carthon got the standing ovation walking in the St. Thomas Sports Park facility, and now all of a sudden he's, he's apparently shopping, and then all of a sudden, no, 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 no. That's not what happened. That was wrong. You know, reports are wrong, so we also have to say that. We, we live in a world where uh, there's some backtracking. We've seen that. You know, now Twitter has the edit button. And so this is, I think, a very curious and unique situation that Rand Carthon has gotten, you know, the Titans into and maybe himself into. I, I don't think that that is just stirred up randomly, but maybe it is. I, I mean, the, the, the combine, a lot of people are talking. A lot of people are on the same uh, in the same place and, uh, you know, in the same restaurants, at the same dinner table. And that's usually how conversations get going. Is this something that Rand Carthon said in jest and was taken another way? I mean, we don't know, and we're not going to find out because I don't think Rand Carthon's going to address this um, until, well, I don't think he's going to address this because free agency is right around the corner. So, you know, what do you think? Is this damage control, or do you actually kind of believe the second report saying, ah, this is not true, they were never shopping him, he's the star of the football team? I think it's a little bit of both. I certainly think damage control is a possibility because Zach, like, let's just look at this first rumor, by the way, when you talk about information like this, you have to talk about, well, where is this information coming from? And and this report from Michael King of Bally sports says his sources, all of them are current general managers say that these three players have been shopped in recent days. So there's a lot going on. It should be resolved by the end of the week. That's the report. All current general managers feel like some people that have probably been a part of these conversations. Now, where I do think a disconnect might be here, I don't think either one of these reports is necessarily inaccurate or spreading some misinformation or lying. I think there could be a disconnect between the, the verb that I talked about, between shopped, like what does shopped mean? Some of these general managers might have told one reporter, hey, the Titans are shopping Derrick Henry. He's in that group. While, uh, you know, Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports reaches out, tries to figure out kind of what's going on and, and confirm the report. And he's gotten told, well, no, 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 it, it wasn't shopped. So let's be clear about that. And so that's what his report says. So I think like your definition of that word kind of defines where you stand on whether or not they shopped him. But I do think I, I'm pretty confident they at least had discussions right? Like this doesn't come up unless they've had discussions with teams about the possibility of trading him. They're entertaining it at the very least. Well, it's a form of high school rumors. Like you take it to the relationships and you say, 
Look, uh, hey, I'm thinking about breaking up with my girlfriend. And one of your buddies says, oh, man, well, look, I got a girl that you can go out with if that, in fact, happens. That doesn't mean that you're you're cheating on your current girlfriend, right? It's just talking. And you don't know what those what those conversations are going to be when, in fact, something, you know, something is going to happen. We know that Derrick Henry's contract is over at the end of this season, right? So he has, he's under contract for the 2023 season. He also is a big piece of their puzzle. He also is a wanted commodity for other teams that are trying to compete. And this goes into the lunchbox money that Andre brings up. And Andre says, staying competitive in the AFC South isn't being competitive in the AFC hierarchy. I get Vrabel not wanting to take a step back, but staying mid ain't it. And so eloquently put there, of staying mid from Andre, I think you, you, that's a great point right there, is where are the Titans? Let's be realistic. Fans in general, especially when football is not being played, think that their team can be better than they truly are. Now, sometimes you get surprised. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars in the 2022 season got surprised. I think they said, whoa, now, we're probably not going to compete. We may win a, a few more games than we did the year before, but I don't think that they imagine winning a playoff game in March of 2022. Well, ends up they did win a playoff game. So, so many things change. And I think that if Rand Carthon had a, let's just say he had a conversation about the number one overall pick and the Bears asked him, well, who are you willing to put on the table? He says, well, look, all, all of our pace pieces are on the table, including Derrick Henry. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to trade him or the deal's going to get done, but you have to have those conversations. Like to, to have deals and to make business, you have to communicate. And communication means asking and answering questions. And if Derrick Henry's name came up within a general manager conversation, that's okay. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen. So many things were discussed. Hell, they talked about signing A.J. Brown back. It didn't happen, right? So I think we you got to kind of pump the brakes. There's conflicting reports. Only Rand Carthon knows exactly what, as you said, the definition of shopped truly means. That's the key. Yeah, right. And it goes back to that distinction that I brought up on Tuesday it is if you're not having the conversations about trading Derrick Henry with where you're at as a franchise right now, you're not doing your job. But if you're actively pursuing a trade partner for him and kind of like dangling him out in front of teams saying who wants Derrick, that's a different story. And I think that fans can feel can criticize Rand for that if they disagree with the move to trade him. Uh, but yeah, if you're not having the conversations, you're not doing your job because I think we're both in agreement and everybody would really be in agreement that they could go a number of ways this offseason. Like there really is no set path for the Titans have to get better this year or the Titans have to get younger this year or the Titans have to get cheaper this year or where they have to be at the start of the season, I think is really open. And it depends on what Ran and Mike, how they assess the current roster what their immediate vision is for themselves and their long-term goals, and then ultimately what's available to them in both the draft and the trade market. Like that's something that could potentially still be fluid, right? You might say, 
well, we're not going to take a quarterback. We're not going to take a quarterback. But if the right quarterback starts falling in the draft a little bit and it's the guy that you like and he's there, how do you pivot and how do you move? And the hard part is that a week from now, you kind of have to have your direction decided because we hit free agency and things aren't slowing down. So uh, they're running out of time here in the next few days to start making these decisions and figuring out where will the Titans be five months from now when we're looking at training camp. The best part about the NFL offseason is the month of March and April telling your tale of what you believe your team can do in September through January. Example, the Denver Broncos last year went for Russell Wilson, traded away so many different picks and paid him a lot of money. They told you that they were going for it. It didn't work, but they also pivoted this year and they traded away more to get Sean Payton, right? So they are telling you what their mindset is. It doesn't mean that it is going to work, right? I think the Jags last year said, we want to be more competitive. I don't think that they said that they were going to win the AFC South, but spending all that money on Christian Kirk and Zay Jones and defensive players and offensive linemen, that tells you something. The Tennessee Titans and Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel are about to tell us something in the next two weeks and the next two months. That The proof is in the pudding. Actions speak louder than words. All of these cliches are true because that's why they're called cliches is because they happen. It has happened. History tells you that. So that leads us to our next discussion and our question to get the chat involved. And our own Buck Rising of 104.5 The Zone and AZ Sports was on 104.5 The Zone at the Combine and was talking to Rand Carthon. And I thought, you know, Sam brought this to, to our attention a couple of days ago and said, look, this is a great clip because Rand is open and, and I think very candid in talking about this particular topic when it comes to tanking. Now, there's a definition of tanking, but we will hear that video right up around the corner. And we will also ask you guys a question, but first going to tell everybody about where to get their new health plan. That is Farm Bureau Health Plans, 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee, health, dental, and vision. I have Farm Bureau Health Plans. I love Farm Bureau Health Plans. And I didn't know what I was going to get with Farm Bureau Health Plans last year when I signed up for Farm Bureau Health Plans. Well, I got a great plan. And I got a great plan for 20% less than my previous plan. And I got better coverage. I got better service. I got so many things that they promised me. And I, look, you know my mantra. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee, they said what they meant and they meant what they said. And I'm reaping the benefits. You can too. Get a quote today at fbhp.com slash A to Z. Today's show is powered by BetMGM. Zach, you said that you are hot right now and you've been riding that hot streak for quite some time. It's a good time to be playing your best basketball as we head into March here. Let's just put it that way. But if you're not, BetMGM has some insurance for you to help make it easier. If you uh, sign up using the code ATOZ Sports, you can receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't hit. When you register with BetMGM, you'll gain access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and so much more. So, 
Get BetMGM at your fingertips. Make every play and uh, every game mean that much more here in March. That's the code. It's A-T-O-Z sports on BetMGM.com and the BetMGM app. Find out why they are the king of sportsbooks. All right. In Indianapolis, Buck Rising talked to Rand Carthon. Both were in Indy and a lot was discussed. But one of the topics that was that was brought up was tanking, right? Because we talked about Derrick Henry. If they trade Derrick Henry, I think, as we said, the next two months will show your cards on what you're trying to do. If they don't and ain't tanking against the NFL rules. Well, Mickey, tell that to the uh, Philadelphia 76ers and how they got Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and some of those players. And even you know, there were Mikel Fultz didn't even work out, right? So like there, you can well, yeah. tank without being I don't think anybody's people have been accused of tanking, but nobody's been punished of tanking. Well, tanking is uh, by definition, like what's illegal would be n- intentionally losing games for draft pick gain, whatever it is. Nobody says you can't field a really bad roster and do it that way. So Ask I the mean, Houston but, Texans. Yeah. I mean, you can, uh, you can field whatever roster you want. Now, if there are the intentional losing allegations, like I know Brian Flores had some, some deal with that in Miami that got all hairy. Those were all accusations. Right. Uh, so, I mean, that is what is against the rule though. Nobody says you can't, trade away all your players and just feel the really bad roster and depend on being bad. That where did the dolphins end up in the playoffs? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, let's just be honest. The Texans were so bad. They failed at tanking last year, right? In the last game of the season. I was, I was celebrating. I was jumping for joy, but that was one of the more in like, I could not believe that. How do you let that happen? Like you had two fourth down and like 15s. All you had to do was not let like, Davis Mills don't throw two 20 yard completions. We get the number one overall pick. And somehow Brandon Cooks is still in that football game for number one. Like that was a problem. And then Lovey Smith just dials it up and says, Hey, let's go for it. I'm getting fired anyway. And the Colts managed to choke and lose that game, which was actually very good for them. Maybe they were tanking to try it's and get like one of pick. those things. It's it's Lovey Smith, former Bears head coach from the grave, yeah. helping them out, right? Like it's it's wild. Yeah, well, and you had the Colts guy who like let the ball go right through his arms or whatever. Any other scenario, Colts fans are screaming at him, wanting him cut, all upset. They're looking at that. They're like, our savior, you just bumped us up from the ninth pick to the fourth pick. We can get a quarterback now. Like that was a that was a huge win for the Indianapolis Colts. And somehow the Texans dropped that ball and are now looking at, I don't know, giving up a, a couple draft picks to move up to go get the, the Bears pick that they should have had to begin with. Just really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's get to this video. Buck Rising and Rand Carthon talking about tanking. Here is Rand Carthon, new Titans general manager's response. I'll just, my response to that will be, can you imagine a conversation where I walk into a room and ask Mike Vrabel, is there a way that we can tank this year? That's not how Mike's wired. Mike's a winner. And so regardless of what's going on around us, who's taking the field, the objective is to always win. And so I wouldn't even – That's first of all, that's not who I am. Second of all, I would never approach, you know, Mike with a thought of us potentially tanking. 
Mike Vrabel's a winner. Rand Carthon's a winner. That's what we heard from Peyton Manning at the NFL. Uh, it was at the NFL Pro Bowl, actually, a couple weeks ago here from Jim Wyatt when he spoke to Peyton Manning about what this tandem could do. So Rand says there, uh, I could not approach Mike Vrabel and, and ask him to tank. That's not how he's wired. That's not how we're going to do things. Now, is that smoke and mirrors? Is that uh, just a another cliche that somebody can say just to proceed to rebuild the team? Maybe. I mean, uh, Kick It to the King Productions is for the Titanic fire sale. Um, and then Adam asked a question as well. of uh, It takes two to trade. Who wants Tannehill with his contract? Well, Adam, I, I, go to a to zsports.com. I put out an article yesterday about what the Daniel Jones contract and the other free agent quarterback contracts does for the Titans in terms of Ryan Tannehill's trade value, Zach. But what's your reaction to uh, hearing that sort of comment from Rand that, we can't tank. I can't go to Mike and tell him to tank. Is that just GM speak for a guy that could still rebuild a team? Or do you genuinely believe that Rand Carthon doesn't believe in the idea of, of not being competitive this year? Like uh, kind of a weird candid, but weird audio. Well, I believe both are true. Uh, Mike Vrabel wants to win. Right. And yeah. I don't think that Rand Carthon comes to Mike Vrabel in a conversation and says, we need to tank. I don't think that's how it works. I think your actions speak louder than your words. That's the theme of today's show. You can tell that to everybody and their mother. Your actions speak louder than your words. And so you may not have that conversation and say, Mike, we need to tank. But if you trade Derrick Henry and trade Ryan Tannehill and go you know, and, and, and rebuild, essentially, you've already cut Robert Woods. You've already cut your left tackle. You, you've already cut your middle linebacker and Zach Cunningham. Your the report is, is that you're going to cut your highest, well, second highest paid defensive pass rusher because of Harold Landry. And so talking about Bud Dupree. So your actions speak louder than your words. I don't think you have to have a conversation with Mike Vrabel saying, Hey, look, we need to tank. I think that you need to have a conversation with Mike Vrabel and say there is short-term plans and there is long-term plans. A to Z sports, when Austin and I started it years ago, we didn't just you know talk about you know the next four months, talk about the next four years. What and and now A to Z sports has expanded across the the country. That was a plan. That that was talked about, that was discussed, but it didn't happen overnight, right? we didn't have buck for the first year. It was just Austin and I, we were doing everything. And now we've got a mat, a very big staff, right? It takes time and progression and action. And so I think that I, I look at what that represents. And I say, ah, I, I, Brand Carthon, you're correct, but you're not answering necessarily the question. I didn't expect him to answer the question. Hey coach or a hey, hey, GM, are you tanking? Yeah, we're tanking. We're trying to tank. Right. That's not going to happen. But right. I, but I do well, think ahead. that your actions will speak to say, are you, and let's go back to the big three. And I'm not talking about LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. I'm talking about rebuild, reset, or retool. Now, Derek Carr, ah, he's off the table, right? But Aaron Rodgers still on the table. Brian Tannehill is still off the, on the table. And that mystery man that you could draft is still on the table. Your actions speak louder than your words. Yeah. Notice, you know, Rand Carthon didn't say, I can't go to Mike Vrabel and say, hey, we should rebuild. 
right? He he didn't think that he I I can't say we should reset. He said I I can't tell Mike Vrabel that we're going to tank because like I mentioned ver- earlier, tanking is intentionally losing games. That's not something Rand would ever do. It's not something Mike would ever do. Uh, these are competitors and and winners at the end of the day, but they also have a job to do to set themselves up best long term. Um, and there is a a balancing act there uh, of wanting to win, but also needing to acknowledge and be honest with yourself about where you're where you are, where you want to be, and what the fastest path to get there is. Is it uh, okay to run it back and put different pieces in around? Ryan Tannehill, which seems like a real possibility at this point. Is it the better path to just kind of tear the whole thing down and try and rebuild it back up in the vision of Rand Carthon and, and with more money and, and kind of leave the John Robinson era in the past and reset with your new regime? That's a real possibility too. Uh, and I think people are kind of torn either way now the new stadium is a factor in this zach like when when you're moving into your new stadium how competitive you will be and how much fan buy-in you will have by the time that rolls around i'm, I'm sure amy adams strunk and mike vrabel and everybody within the organization that wants the titans to be a prominent brand in the national football league by the time that move happens so like the timeline of things, some of the contracts, expiring contracts, age, there's a lot of variables that go into Rand's decision and I think should go into what fans think about what the Titans should do. So let's bring up DeMario's comment before we ask our question. It says, if you trade them, talking about Derrick Henry, I assume, and, and possibly Ryan Tannehill, it still doesn't mean you're tanking. You can still go into the season with a competitive mindset, may not have the talent to win, but you expect to win and compete. No tanking. What do you think about DeMario and what he says? I think some of it is fair, but you cannot come. What are you competing for? Right. Okay. I I would ask you're not competing guys. Don't play into the coach BS speed. Okay. We're out there to compete. The Texans told you that they were out there to compete every single day, right? That was false. And the, the Arizona Cardinals told the us that they were are. competing. That was false. The, the Colts, they were trying to compete. So there's a level of competition. When we define compete, this is competing for a championship. This is competing to get to the playoffs, to play competitive football, to play more competitive football, to play more competitive football, to eventually be a champion. This is not competing to go 500 or below, okay? And I think that that has got to be clear when we talk about what competing is versus what tanking is. And tanking is, I think, rebuilding, right? The, the Houston it's Texans a- are not trying to compete for a Super Bowl this year, but they're trying to find their pieces to eventually compete for a Super Bowl in three to four years tanking is the fan word for rebuilding right like like tanking in its definition is great example yeah tanking like tanking its definition is intentionally losing from a fan's perspective if you are deliberately putting out a non-competitive roster that doesn't have the talent to like there's levels of compete like you said i think it was a great point if you're not competing to win a super bowl what are you doing 
But uh, there are levels of like, okay, here are your Super Bowl contenders. Here are your playoff teams. Here are your uh, on the rise. We'll see how good they are sort of teams. And then you have your teams that are just not good. And, and it, you go into training camp knowing this team's not good. And your doesn't mean they can't win a couple of games, right? And it, and it doesn't mean the players aren't out there to compete. Like, like the players will always play to win. The coaches should always coach to win. I mean, that is part of having a job and demonstrating you can do a good job as a coach. Like th these are their careers and their lives on the line too. Um, but you, if your roster is in that bottom tier to a fan, that is the word we associate with it. That is a tank because it's not a serious effort to make the playoffs, to win a bunch of games, especially not to win a Super Bowl. So it might as well be viewed as a, a year that you are trying to um, get more draft capital and stuff. Andre says trading Tanny, starting Malik, building up the roster isn't tanking. It's seeing what your young QB has. If he doesn't work out, you just happen to be top five unless you have a value, uh, have, unless you value a QB in this draft. Uh, I think there's an argument to be made that trading Tannehill alone is not a complete tank, but I don't think this would be a Tannehill only situation that they, they don't, there's no point of bringing back a Derrick Henry. If you're trading away the starting quarterback, I, I mean, I think it's kind of an all in or an all out thing. I, I agree. Like, what are you going to do with Derrick Henry and Malik Willis? Right. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And so now you're wasting a year of a veteran who, one, you want to do right by, right? Like Derrick Henry has meant so much to this franchise in this city. You don't want to, you know, hold him hostage. Yeah, let in let a her go. Let her right. go. You hold yeah, him let hostage in the backfield for a four and 13 <laughs> Titans team, like that can't throw the ball and, and, and like whatever. And I, I hear the argument for seeing what Malik Willis has. I still think that is certainly a possibility for, something that's not off the table for the Titans next season. Uh, but that would be a more, uh, I would foresee if that is where they are. I think there's a lot more moves that go into that where you would put it under the tanking bucket for sure. All right. Let, let's hear Rand Carthon one more time. And we're going to ask your question, uh, ask the question about tanking. Here's Rand and his response to tanking. I, I'll just, my response to that will be, can you imagine a conversation where I walk into a room and ask Mike Vrabel, is there a way that we can tank this year? That's not how Mike's wired. Mike's a winner. Yeah. And so regardless of what's going on around us, who's taking the field, the objective is to always win. And so I wouldn't even – That's first of all, that's not who I am. Second of all, I would never approach, you know, Mike with a thought of us potentially tanking. All right. Key word is should. Not will, but should. Should the Titans tank or compete in 2023? Sam, we have defined compete. Compete is to compete for a Super Bowl. Tanking is the fans' version of rebuilding. So let's define that. I thought that was eloquently put by you, Sam, earlier. That's the question that we are asking in the comment section on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch. Should, not will, should the Titans tank or compete, we will get to your answers. But first, Sam, tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute. The Bone and Joint Institute is the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic care. 
uh, when you, whenever you get hurt in life, you know who you can turn to and who you can trust. That's boneandjointtn.org. Uh, the Bone and Joint Institute is located in Franklin with over a dozen specialists who can help you through any type of injury. They have a state-of-the-art rehab facility on campus to help your recovery. Bone and Joint can do everything under one roof. All in one spot, uh, that's as convenient as possible. Things like clinics, testing, imaging, surgery, rehab. To schedule an appointment with the Bone and Joint Institute, go to boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports. They're hooking you up, and you can get a risk free bet. I mean, it, it is it is awesome of what you can do when it comes to BetMGM. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports of the King of the Sportsbook. All right, Sam, I'm going to go uh, send you to the comment section. The question is, should the Titans tank or compete? Should the Titans tank or compete? As, as we mentioned, tank is not intentionally losing games in this instance. It is a... putting out a subpar roster, trading away their players, the fan version of a rebuild. Uh, Steven wants them to compete. Demario wants them to compete. Mark says compete. Uh, Titans, Kyle says compete. Uh, Other Steven says hashtag trust the tank. Jonathan compete. Eric uh, compete. Compete. Mr. Jones says no, we shouldn't tank. Nate says compete. George says compete. Matt says compete. Deborah says compete. Tristan says Never tank. Jeff, with a little bit of a shot here, says compete because we know the Titans wouldn't be able to tank correctly. Dime Souls says tank. Uh, Connor Kills says tank. They don't have the funds or pieces to push for a Super Bowl this year. Michael says tank. Pistol Ramsey says compete. We're the Titans. Apollo 23 says compete. Mr. Jones compete. 4K uh, Brandon, tank for Drake. Is that the new hashtag that we're going to have going around? Tank for Drake. I think Caleb Williams is still probably uh, in that conversation to be that top guy too. Scott says compete. Jarrell always compete. Jimbo compete. J-Rome compete. Bobby compete. Valentino says compete. MB says compete always. If you need the picks next year, find a way. Timmy says compete. Mark says compete. Caleb says compete. Zach, I got to give it to you. You were right here. You were right here. I Thought we might see a couple more tank comments here. I thought a few more Titans fans would be in for the tank. We do have a tank season, says tank. Uh, that So fitting there. David Brown says tank. But the overwhelming majority here is to compete, as Tony says. Joel's with the tank. How not to is with the tank. Zach, where are you? Should the Titans compete or tank in 2023? I believe that the Tennessee Titans will try to compete. I think they will try to surround Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill with pieces, better pieces, new left tackle, upgrade maybe uh, at the wide receiver position, draft a wide receiver, and try to do what they couldn't do last year because Tannehill got hurt, right? Do you think that if Tannehill was healthy for the end of the season, that the Titans make the playoffs? Yes, but right. 
I think that's it, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was more because of how bad the AFC South was, right? Um, and and what the Titans needed to do if that was the scenario. What I think they should do is I I, I think they need to tank slash rebuild. I think they should start to do that. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers is out of the picture and he's going to the New York Jets, which they're talking, you know, those talks are heating up. No really association with the Titans in that sense. I think that the Tennessee Titans should start to look at their new house unveil, right? The, the ribbon cutting, 2026. Your focus needs to be on that from now on. Derek Henry and Ryan Tannehill are coming off the books after this season. Start to position yourself with picks over the next couple of years to now have Rand Carthon do what he can do best in scout talent, draft talent, sign talent, start loading your 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 bank account back up because the salary cap is going to continue to improve. So if you want to use the word tank, which that is the word that we chose to use today, I think that the Titans should start to do that if they're not going to change their quarterback. I've stayed I mean I, I, if you've listened to this show, I, I have not changed direction whatsoever. Ryan Tannehill is only going to get you so far and it's not going to be far enough. Uh, the proof is in the pudding. History shows what he is. And it's okay. He was good for what he was. They gave it a good run, right? But I think that they should start to look at 2026 more so than 2023. So there's a comment here from Kane who says, Tank F no. Uh, as a first-year GM, you want your legacy to be known as somebody who – you don't want it to be known as somebody who couldn't figure out how to win hard pass. Well, uh, Kane, my argument would be as a first year GM, you want a blank canvas. You want as blank of a canvas as possible. And right now, John Robinson still has paint spilled all over anything. Rand Carthon is trying to work on. Um, and part of the reason why general managers often come in and clean house and, hire their own coach and get rid of the quarterback and clear as much money as possible is because look, you hired me to, to do a job and you fired the last guy for a reason. So I want to wipe my hands clean of as much of what was left for me and start to build things up that are now my choices and my defining moments. And, and Zach, I think my only issue with some of the stuff that you said was I don't necessarily think some of the stuff takes till 2026. We've got some other super chats before, I give my opinion. We have a. Uh, well, I'm new- saying 2026 is when you're going to compete for a Super Bowl, right? So d- let's define that. Yeah. The Titans cannot compete for a Super Bowl this season with what they have. It just, it doesn't, we've seen it before. It does not work. Sam, they're not going to get past Joe Burrow. They're not going to get past Josh Allen. They're not going to get past. Patrick Mahomes, the defending Super Bowl champion, and they may struggle to get past Trevor Lawrence. Well, these two comments are good, and they go to that point, right? So Gary's on one end that says, new left tackle, free agent, wide receiver, pay Big Jeff. That is his offseason idea. Does it make them better? Yes. I I mean, health and those pieces certainly help them. Is it enough? Here's Dorian saying, anyone who thinks the Titans can compete in the AFC as a top team doesn't know football the, like Dorian's getting the love of the show. Like the Titans doing this that Gary suggests 
could get them back as the AFC South champion, like back into the playoff picture. But to Dorian's point, you're still not Kansas City. You're still not Buffalo. You're still not Cincinnati. Uh, you might not be Jacksonville. You might not be the Chargers. There are a lot of good teams in the AFC, as we have started to see over the last few years. And the Titans don't have that roster right now. So like a few pieces here or there, does it help them? Sure. Does it make everything better? No. And so for me, Zach, uh, I, I love, I'll give you the love of the show for one of your points that you made, because I had this written down as basically my defining answer. The Titans should tank. They should tank. They should rebuild for one reason, because I'm not convinced that they're all in on this season. And if you're not, if you're not going to change the quarterback, if you're not going to go and make a big splash in free agency or the trade market or the draft or whatever it is to add some substantial pieces around the current core, tanking it now is far better than running it back. Cause I don't think they're a competitor in the AFC as things currently stand. And I think it only hurts them. A couple other things. Big Jeff needs an extension now. He needs an extension this offseason going into his fifth year. So if you trade him now, he has a ton of trade value. Like he's the type of player that moves the needle on going to get a first overall. He has the uh, most getting, trade value on the team. Right, by a lot. Uh, he can get you a couple first rounders in a straight up deal. He can be a, a part of a package to move up to go get number one if you want to go get a quarterback. But what happens if you do play out this season and you don't trade Jeffrey Simmons. Well, now you've either extended him this offseason and you've taken on a lot of guaranteed money and a signing bonus that you can't get off your books, you can't trade away, or he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. For, uh, he won't uh, play. Uh, Sam, but, I'll just tell you this. Right. So you, you, that um, will never get to the point. Jeffrey Simmons will not step foot on a field week one of the season if he doesn't get a contract. So like you need to do it this off season. So let's say you extend him, but you're bad. Well, now you're in a spot that is, well, let's, let's rebuild now. Well, you've now taken off a year of Jeffrey Simmons control for the team. That's going to get him. You've taken a year off of his prime and you've put guaranteed money on your books that now are going to live on your salary cap. You've hurt the value of what you could get for him by doing it now you have a better chance as well, Zach, of moving up in the draft now than you might ever have in the future seasons. Like there's no guarantee that you are going to be in a position to trade up. It is a very unique draft this year that the Chicago Bears have the number one overall pick, don't need a quarterback. The Arizona Cardinals have the number three overall pick, don't need a quarterback. And there are opportunities to move up and go, go and get a guy. That is, that is unique. A lot of times those teams picking one or two are pretty much set on we're going to take our quarterback and there's not too many opportunities to go and get one. So that won't necessarily be there. Now we have this conversation too that I, I wanted to point out. And it comes down to Bud Dupree. It comes down to money and cap space. So the Titans are set to release Bud Dupree. If they release him post June 1st, they don't get the money until after June 1st, they don't get it for this free agency cycle, but they save $6 million, like over $6 million extra. This is what their cap space would look like up to $29 million 
uh, if they designated him as a post-June 1st uh, release here. And so what they do, this is another thing that could indicate where the Titans are going to go if they are more aggressive. And uh, we do find out that the expected release of Bud Dupree is pre-June 1st, then maybe they're looking to spend money and looking to get it for free agency. But I wrote out this situation, Zach, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. Just uh, messing around on overthecap.com, highly recommend it, very fun. Post June 1st, cut for Dupree, a Ryan Tannehill trade, a Jeffrey Simmons trade, uh, and a Derrick Henry trade gives the Titans $67 million in cap space immediately. So how fast could they turn this thing around? Well, you could be in a spot to draft a young quarterback. You could be in a spot to build a young offensive line, add some young weapons around Traylon Burks, figure out what you have, and be in a position to have more money than anybody else. Like This thing makes sense to do it now. The longer you wait, I think the harder it becomes. Rebuild real fast. That's kind of what you're saying. And here's a point that I'll probably bring up Definitely after the draft, but now this is a hypothetical. Sam, let's fast forward to next football season, 2024. You have fourth year Trevor Lawrence. You have second year, possibly Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, whatever quarterback the Colts and the Texans are going to take, right? What are the Titans? Where are the Titans? The Titans could be without Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Like, they would have nothing. And Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, I don't know who that second quarterback is going to be. I don't know if they're going to go to the Texans and the Colts. But Trevor Lawrence is going to be there. And he's not getting worse. (laughs) He's just getting better. And so... You've got to look to say, like the, the Jeffrey Simmons conversation is a bigger conversation for another day. But if you're thinking about trading some pieces for future capital to rebuild real fast, that's what the Dolphins tried to do. And they were able to stockpile picks and rebuild pretty fast. Right. The Eagles did it. I mean, a lot of teams that have been able to do it now where, you know, if you trade the NFL works in a, in a weird way because of the salary cap, because these contracts aren't all the way guaranteed where teams that kind of get themselves into a bad spot, which is where the Titans are, where they have limited cap space, older players and aren't competitive. You can reset it very quickly. And if you're smart about it, if you time it up correctly, you can give yourself cheap, controllable assets with a lot of cap space to then make a splash. Uh, And yet, who knows? Maybe two years from now, you are looking at one of those top young quarterbacks and and a young nucleus around him uh, and money to go ahead and make the big splashes that your fan base wants to get excited heading into that new stadium. Uh, So real quick, I'll bring up this Bud Dupree uh, graphic because Bud Dupree, I would be surprised, and I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's a post June first release. Uh, you save way too much money. I, I don't know what Ra- Rand Carthon thinks. I mean, we just heard that he's you know not trying to tank, but if you look at that, and then what the the cap space is. 
for Bud Dupree after cutting him, you go from pre-June 1st to $22 million, post-June 1st to 29. It's just a huge discrepancy. And you got to look at what Julio Jones was. Julio Jones was very similar. He was a post-June and then went to the Bucks, and really nothing happened. I mean, Julio Jones fell off a cliff. Yeah. And unfortunately, at the expense of the Tennessee Titans second-round pick and at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and whatever they paid him, right? So you see these players. Bud Dupree's younger and will get another opportunity. But I, I expect it to be a post-first designation. We'll find that out. But I think it also is the right move to cut Bud Dupree to look at the cap, get more money, and think about what's going to happen next year in your division. The easiest way to make the playoffs is win your division. And so you got to start looking at what the Jags are becoming and what the Colts and the Texans are trying to become over the course of the next three years and how much you're keeping up. The Titans have been, I mean, you talk about competitive, they've been AFC South champs the last few years besides last year. That time has kind of run its course. There's a new general manager. There's probably going to be a new quarterback. There may be a new running back. Uh, who knows? But I think you got to look at all of those things. Tanking and competing, I think, are the two trigger words that are, I mean, I, they're on both ends of the spectrum. Doesn't mean that the Titans can't be a little bit closer to the middle than all that. Yeah, and Cooper Productions brings it up, right, exactly to your point, Zach, of, like, the Texans are in the AFC South. They're going to get one of those top two guys. Like, they will get guaranteed. Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud guaranteed. They're taking a quarterback. So, what if that guy hits? What if that guy is the Trevor Lawrence, like, up-and-comer that we start talking about this time next year is potentially joining that elite crop of AFC talent? Now you're looking at, two quarterbacks, two great quarterbacks that you have to compete with. I, I don't know what Indianapolis is going to do, where they end up picking. They could be picking at number one overall. Um, and then there's the added factor of like, well, if you are a Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry team again, you're not going to be in a position to draft a guy next year either. And, and now this is two more years of having either Ryan Tannehill or a, a substandard quarterback while the rest of your division is getting young uh, and getting more talented at the most important position in the sport. So, yeah, and then going off the Dupree thing that you mentioned, like, so those are the two indicators, right? Like, where is the Derrick Henry trade rumor, and what is the designation on Bud Dupree? Because it doesn't make much sense to make designate him as post-June 1st if you're planning on being aggressive because you need that money now. Like, you need that money for next week when you're starting to make some of these moves. And it doesn't make any sense to designate him as pre-June 1st if you plan on tearing things down a bit more and gaining some extra cap space and some cap flexibility because you can get an extra $8 million by waiting until the summer. $8 so, million can go a long way. Yeah, oh, very long way, right? And so, yeah, and who knows, right? The, that, the other question is what I brought up at the beginning of the show. How much of this is variable based on what happens in the draft. Like if they could be going into this saying, we plan on running it back with Ryan. That is like our hope. Well, if your guy, which reportedly rumored to be CJ Stroud, I guess somehow falls to eighth overall, ninth overall. Now you're in a better position to move up and go get him. 
Like, does your process start to change based on what's available for you? That'll be interesting to keep track of. Absolutely. Well, a big conversation. We'll find out here in free agency what Rand Carthon actions speak louder than words. We'll find out what the Titans' actions are over the next 10 to 15 days. And I mean, this is this is where you get your pop, popcorn ready. You got a lot to get to. Now we got to get to the magic bucket to conclude our Titans Thursday. But first, going to tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to get your brand new make and model. And they've got the perfect make and model for you. Maybe it's the full-size SUV, which is the Palisade. Maybe it's the Sonata. Maybe it's the Elantra. Man, they've got you covered when it comes to a new car, a new ride. Payne Bone owns Wilson County Hyundai. It's family-owned and operated. Take a look at their inventory online at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. And right now, using BetMGM, you can get a great first bet offer with up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. To do that, go to BetMGM and sign up using the code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app. And you can get access to, an ins- uh, to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials. Uh, all of it, and with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game mean more than ever. Find out why they are the king of sportsbooks. Uh, BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. For uh, First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. <laughs> is the magic bucket time for sam and i ah oh, this is uh not a good time of the day but it kind of gives me a little thrill though it's kind of like nice on a thursday sometimes to get panic attack or anxiety <laughs> or zoloft xanax <laughs> um all right here we go sam you want it for me or you uh you you we'll start with you uh, I've done this one. 30 seconds on the clock. How much alphabet can you say backwards? I got to S, I think. Wasn't good. Oh, that is very poor effort. It's like, what, 10 letters in 30 seconds? A community question. I have not had that. This. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? So I actually was talking about this recently. And I have my trip. So I'm getting married in May, and we're going to Costa Rica for our honeymoon, mm. which is going to be awesome. You, this is actually pretty cool. And, I, well, it's not going to be cool because I'm paying for the honeymoon this month. <laughs> I just got the bill. But we are whitewater rafting into our resort in Costa Rica. Yeah. So like they the take your the ride. Yeah, they take your bags and they drive them to the resort and we whitewater raft to the resort. Oh, that's and sweet. So we spend the half of the time in the jungle, which is going to be sick. We'll zip line and do some of that stuff. And then the other half of the trip, we travel to another part of Costa Rica and it's beachside. So we're going deep sea fishing, best believe that, uh, for one of those days and enjoying our time in Costa Rica. And then we fly back to Nashville. So uh excited about that that is not my one destination though it's gonna be fun but 
my trip that I want to go on is I want to fly to Australia, spend all, some time in Australia, mm. then spend time in New Zealand, and then also spend time in Bali. Those are the three places on the on that trip that I want to go. Bali, New Zealand, and Australia. Um, Got to wait till, you know, Australia gets a little bit lighter on COVID restrictions because uh, you're a prisoner in their own country. Uh, but I that is what I want to do. I also want to cage drive with great white sharks. So that trip is my answer. Sam, I guess... You can't answer that because you may pull that and you don't want to expend okay. your answer. Fair enough. I'll, I'll save it. Let's see. What else? Uh, it was the community question, right? So we do have to see what yes. some of this chat saying. So we, Jamie says Hawaii. Uh, Billy Jones says Ireland. Uh, M- Mickey says Jerusalem, Israel. Um, let's see. Uh, what, what area in Costa Rica are you going to be at? Um, we fly into San Jose airport. So, okay. Yeah. I, you don't know. I don't know, but I got a travel agent. They, that's what you pay the travel (laughs) agent for is put me in a good spot. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Uh, let's see. Anybody else, uh, dropping Tokyo from Robert Tulum from Xavier. So good, good good ones. Yeah. I'll I'll keep mine in the, in the bag for, uh, in case that I ever pull that from the magic bucket. All right, Sam, you're up next. You've already done this because you did this with me. Uh, final segment of the show with peanut butter on the roof of your mouth. So you I don't did have to do, do that. that. I did do that. You're stacking these up. Bring back a classic. Host gets to pick the puller's next dinner. Oh, okay. So I, okay. well... Uh, you pick my dinner tonight, right? Is I do. I did this for uh, I did this for Austin, and it what was. Did, what did you do? Did you go hard on him? I really wanted to go hard and pick something with meat in it. That I thought that would have been. <laughs> and he refused. Uh, yeah, he he took that off the table before we even did it. I, I combined with the chat. We went for the <laughs> the impossible whopper, um, with with extra mayo. Uh, was an impossible whopper with extra mayo is what he ate for two of them i believe is what he ate for lunch that day so yeah, two of he, them? it was like two impossible whoppers oh, oh, patties, two patties no i think there were two set i don't know we gave him some sort of like we're like all right fine you want to take meat off the table we're going to give you something gross and so he did not enjoy that especially because he likes to eat basically the same thing all the time but uh, All right, I think I know what I, I think I know what I'm gonna make you do then. Okay, okay. And this is a new menu item that has come back. Okay, okay. You have got to go to KFC and okay. get the double down. KFC do you know what the down? double down is? I don't. I mean, I I don't know if you did the. I, I don't know if I've told you this and this is Target or not, but like. I just don't not a KFC fan. I'm not. <laughs> I, I I don't I did not know that about well, you. I, I I tend to avoid chicken, like fast food sort of chicken in general. I don't even really like Chick-fil-A. I don't go to Chick-fil-A. Uh, I, I don't go to Hattie B's or any of the other Nashville hot places around here. Chicken's just not my forte here. So KFC double down. What what all is in the uh, KFC double down? All right. Well, 
I just took a screenshot. So uh, we will show you. Hopefully we could get this full screen or some full screen. The double down, I no. think they. Is this going to be? Oh, the double no. down sandwich combo. So it is throw out bread. We want two chicken breasts as the bun with cheese and bacon and mayonnaise. I, I wouldn't get mayonnaise, but that's up to you. Uh, double down sandwich combo with a sweet lightning Mountain Dew. And then <laughs> I'll your side if you want fries. That, that's your that's the Sam's choice. Pun well, intended. Today's cheat day then. I today's gonna have to be cheat day then. I've been I've been doing really good about uh the, it's protein, uh, baby. It's protein. No, I've been I've been I've been going the other way though. Yeah, I mean I need the protein, but we've been I, I've been calorie counting. I've been really good about like just just staying at the calorie deficit and stuff. I saw those four figure numbers up there. That was like <laughs> just for the sandwich, too. That was kind of oh boy. I'll probably like it though. I mean, it'll just be It'll make me feel kind of yucky, but so there you go. Double down combo. All right. Well, I'll send you a video later of me eating my double down with a uh, oh, what sweet lightning Mountain Dew. My goodness. I haven't even heard of that. Have you had that before? No, I, 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 I just thought like, what is sweet lightning fresh from Taco Bell? Yeah, that one's good. I, and I, I like Mountain Dew, so we'll see. I've never heard of sweet lightning though. Oh boy. Uh, all right, there you go. Well, one easy, one hard today for the Magic Bucket. That's how it sometimes goes. Sam, great show today. I think we we, dive, we dove into a lot of different topics. Great job by the chat um, on the tanking conversation. We will be back bright and early tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Join us there and make sure you do one thing. Like the show before you go. If you've already subscribed to our YouTube channel or you liked our Facebook page, go ahead and hit the like button on this show. It's very, very easy. It helps us out. It grows our community. We appreciate uh, your help and your involvement. And subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Bright and early. Adios.